impartation. And impartation often, our daughter worked for a, a computer uh, tech corporation and, and they used to always say, Angela, we want you to do the presentation to the board. And I, she said, why? She said, there's something about your presentation. They didn't know to call it the anointing that's been upon her life since she was a little girl. But she had that thing on her. It was an impartation. So when cloudy faith comes, it's going to bring an a, a impartation of gifting upon your life. You're going to get it in that moment. You're going to get it in that moment. Come on, say, I'm ready for my impartation. Secondly, there's an interruption. When cloudy faith moves, there's an interruption of routine. An interruption of routine. Those of us that are systematic and structured, that means God, God often interrupts your routine. When I started pastoring, my routine went out of the window. Amen. Because there was always things to do and always needs and some crisis and all of that. But there's an impartation, but he interrupts your routine. He interrupts your routine. In 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 10, it says this. When the priest came out of the holy place, there was a thick cloud that filled the temple of the Lord. The priests could not continue their service because of the cloud. For the glorious presence of God filled the temple of the Lord. The priests had responsibilities and duties. But the Bible says when the cloud filled the temple, they couldn't do their normal routine. He interrupts your routine. And oftentimes, because we have everything worked out and planned out, we don't like interruptions to our routine. I was told a recent story of a parent they came down and they were they were strong coffee drinkers and every morning they'd wander out to try to find the coffee pot and, and get some coffee and then their morning would begin but this day they went to get their coffee and they realized that the kids ran out of milk and so they took their coffee cream and put it on their cereal and they didn't have any cream for their coffee upset the man runs out and goes to quick trip and buys some cream, but in the process, he meets an old friend. The old friend was in a crisis. Everything was falling apart in their life. And that man had the word of the Lord for his friend that changed his life. And he's in church and leadership today as a result of it. Sometimes God interrupts your routine to do something that he needs done for the kingdom of God. And so he interrupts our little systems and our structure to help us do the things he's called us to do. Number three, when cloudy faith moves, there's an intervention of seasonal change. An intervention of seasonal change. Our, our text tells us in 1 Kings chapter 18 that there's a servant to the prophet Elijah they had just defeated the prophets of Baal, Mount Carmel, you know the story, and now they're going out. And Elijah had prophesied that there would be a famine. There had been a famine in the land for two and a half years. A famine means no rain, no rain means no food, you have a famine. Nobody, Elijah is not a, 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 an exciting prophet. He didn't prophesy a Cadillac or a new house, he prophesied a famine. Hmm. Take that for what it's worth. 
So now he's coming out and he tells the servant, he said, go to the sea and tell me what you see. Go to the SEA and tell me what you see. Mount Carmel's close to the Red Sea. So he would go to the Red Sea. And so he said, he said, go and tell me what you see. He goes to the Red Sea and he said, there's a sea. Goes back to the prophet and said, I saw nothing. Just a sea. You know there's a sea out there. I didn't see anything at the sea. He said, go again. Okay. Goes back again. Looks, there's a sea. Goes back and said, Prophet Elijah, just a sea out there. He said, go again. Third time. Fourth time. Fifth time. Sixth time. He comes back the sixth time. He said, Prophet, there's nothing out there. Just sea. I mean, the sea looks good. I saw the sea. That wasn't what the prophet was looking for. Because the prophet had already heard it. And he's asked the sermon, tell me if you see what I heard. I heard the sound of abundance of rain. For two and a half years, there's been a famine in the land, but there's about to be a seasonal change. It goes back the seventh time, and he said, I'm out here again. The prophet has lost his mind. There's nothing out here. He starts to go back and tell the prophet, and then... He was jumping because he was happy. He finally saw something. He said, it ain't much. But I can go back and tell him I saw something. So he goes back to tell the prophet. Now, don't get too excited. But I, I saw a small little cloud about the size of a man's hand. By the time the words got out, Elijah's jumping up and down. He said, you better run. I heard it. It ain't no small cloud. The rain is coming. The season is about to change. I'm about to do something I've never done before. You thought it was all over. It's just beginning now. See, some of you thought the drought would never end. But I came this morning to tell you that I hear the sound of abundance of rain. I hear something shifting and something changing for your life. Oh, it's all over now. No, it ain't, honey. It ain't over till God says it's over. And it's not over till he rains on that thing. He's about to bring new life into something that's old. I, I, I haven't seen anything for a long time. Keep looking, keep looking, keep looking, keep looking. Come on. When cloudy faith moves, there's a seasonal change. Don't miss it. We're right between seasons right now in the natural. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. My wife and I love sun and the beach. And when it gets winter, it's not exciting. But I can say, I don't like winter. I refuse winter. I rebuke you, winter. 
I will not submit to you, Winter. I'm going to keep my shorts and T-shirt on this winter. And I mean, no, Winter will kill you if you don't change clothes. The church right now is in between seasons. It's not a bad thing. And those of you that go to this church don't think so. But we are. But the rest of the body of Christ, lots of the body of Christ is. I'm going to get there. I'm going to talk to you about that. But we're in between seasons. We're no longer at summer. We're not quite at winter, even though it feels like it's summer mornings recently. We're not in winter yet. We're in between. But God said... I'm about to shift this thing. I'm about to change this thing. I'm about to change seasons on you. And in the natural, the seasons come naturally. Different times, but naturally the seasons come. But in the realm of the spirit, God can shift any time, anywhere. He can look at one and say, your winter is over. The springtime of your life is now beginning. I'm about to shift things for you. I'm about to take you through summer, amen, of your life. I'm about to take you into fall, amen. You're about to experience things. that Because in the winter, we, we want to rebuke it. If you don't like cold weather, you don't like it. I don't like it. I was raised in Ohio, born in Michigan, raised in Ohio. It's cold. I remember drifts off the top of our house. I never wanted to see another winter. When I came to Tulsa, I said, I never want to see another winter. But in the winter time. Your roots grow deeper. So don't always resist winter because because it grows your roots deeper. They find the depth. They find moisture deeper. They grow deeper. They grow out. They grow stronger. But winter will come to an end. And spring is about to come. There's an intervention of seasonal change. And then fourthly, lastly, when cloudy faith moves, there's an invasion of presence. There's an invasion of presence. Now, nobody loves worship more than me. That's why I'm never late for praise and worship. Never. I was telling somebody earlier, I went to a church and they said, we have a room for you. We'll come back and get you at 1030. Well, service started at 10. And I looked at them and said, what do you mean you're going to come get me at 1030? (laughs) Well, we thought you'd be wanting this time to prepare. I said, if I didn't come prepare, you don't want me to preach. And secondly, if God inhabits the praises of his people and you're out there with praise and worship, why would I want to be back here? Excuse me, I'm going out. They said, well, the pastor is not here yet. I said, have them come meet me. I'll be in the sanctuary. And I walked right out in the sanctuary because I'm going to get mine. I don't know about you. I'm going to get mine. I'm going to enter in. Great victory comes through praise and worship. But this invasion of presence is different than just sweet little music. In Isaiah chapter 19, verse 1, it says, The message came concerning Egypt. Look, the Lord is advancing against Egypt. He's riding on a swift cloud. Hear me, hear me. 
The idols of Egypt trembled, and the heart of the Egyptians that slayed the children of Israel melted with fear. There is a presence that's coming in this next move of God that is so power, it's an invasion. God's going to invade atmospheres and realms in the spirit, and he's going to shift things. And the enemies that have tried to come against you and the things that have tried to plague your mind are going to melt in his presence. Are going to melt in his presence. I share some of this without going into great depth, which we may not be ready for. That on September 11, 2019, 9.30 p.m., God invaded this auditorium at a level I haven't seen in my entire life. This is my 46th year of pastoring. I was five when I started. <laughs> but that Wednesday night, that Wednesday night, God came in here in a very unusual way. And he spoke to my heart and said, the cloud is moving. And in that moment, that night, because I had to leave early the next morning, he spoke to me and he said, this is a moment in time that's going to change the world. Now, there are many spots, I call them hot spots, throughout the country and around the world right now. But the majority of people are not experiencing what you get to experience every Sunday morning. And that's why thousands upon thousands watch through Transformation Nation. And we love you. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. 50 states and 30 nations were here that took that moment in time. And I believe there's a movement that is happening throughout the earth. A movement that has started that we get to be right in the middle of. Right in the middle of it. There's a movement in this church. Don't take this place for granted. What you get here every Sunday is not normal. Ask some of our speakers who come, ask Craig O'Shell what he felt. There's something here that's incredibly powerful because it's more than a moment. Because when a moment has movement, it gains momentum. It gains momentum. And it's happening all over the world, I believe. And we get to be a part of it. We get to be right in the middle of it. The cloud is moving. Move with the cloud. I said, the cloud is moving. Move with the cloud. Now, this is not normal. This is a little different. The cloud is moving. Move with the cloud move with the cloud. I love every time the doors of this church open. Sometimes even when it isn't open. I came here three times last week. And I brought slides and stuff like that, but I just wanted to be here. I came here Saturday night because I just wanted to be in this auditorium because I believe God was preparing something. The cloud is moving. Move with the cloud. Everything in and around your life is changing. It's shifting.
you're right where you're supposed to be. Move with the cloud. Come on, if you believe that, clap your hands to the Lord. You might be here this morning or watching online or maybe even watching YouTube a week or two later. If you're not connected to the cloud, and we better would say not connected to the God who resides in the cloud that's moving in this hour, don't try to make it in life without Jesus. Don't try to live your life because all of us tried to live our life and we all made messes of our life, did we not? And however that form or fashion happened, we all made messes of our life, but thank God to Jesus who rearranged us and now is guiding us through our life for him. If you're here this morning and you don't know him personally, see the children of Israel knew all about him, but they only knew him as the God of their ancestors because they were bound up on the inside and outside. If you don't know him this morning, why not yield everything to him? Why not make him Lord and Savior of your life? Why not give your life to Christ? There's one thing to come to church. There's another thing to have this life down on the inside of you. Even if I wasn't saved, I would love this place. But if I kept coming to this place, I'd want something down on the inside that would change me when I left this place. If you really don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, why not this morning make him Lord and Savior of your life? With every head bowed, every eye closed, all over this auditorium, Lord, I thank you. Your cloud is moving. But as a family, there's maybe some among us that we would be moving without them. God, we don't want that. We love them with the love of the Lord. And they would add so much. If you're here this morning or watching online or even watching YouTube, in this moment in time, you want to make Jesus Lord. Then I'm going to ask you to pray with me all over this auditorium. In fact, if you're here this morning and that's you, just lift your hand and say, that's me. I don't want to play religion. I don't want to play church, but I want Jesus to be Lord of my life. I want him to be Lord of everything. I want to give my life to him. Or I want to renew my relationship with him. If that's you, just lift your hand. You can put it back down. Let me see. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. There are others. Thank you. Thank you. If you're watching online, all over this room, pray everybody together. Say, Lord Jesus, today, right now, Give me cloudy faith. You're here right now. Your presence is here right now. Help me to learn to navigate in life. Because I'm asking you, Jesus, be Lord and Savior. Wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from all my crazy ways. And let me serve you. In Jesus' name. Can I get an amen? Amen. God bless you this morning.